All right, I've hit the record button. It's blinking red right now. We are live to an audience of millions right now, Yuna. Oops, sorry, sorry guys. <laughs> that's, that's the best response you want, oops. <laughs> I didn't mean to be live. Yes, I'm sorry exactly. about that. Hi everyone, um, welcome to our third episode of Our Three Things, hosted by Matt and Yuna. And I'm Matt. <laughs> and I'm Yuna. If <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't figure out. <laughs> yes, like Yuna said, welcome to episode three of Our Three Things, a show where we talk about three joyful things each that we are enjoying, I suppose. Yeah, I'll en- like we're enjoying and also bring us joys and make us feel uh, life's actually great in this time. Now, I do want to start off with something not quite so joyful, and that is actually, I think, the reason we need this week's podcast, because I think a lot of people who listen to this are in a post-pandemic world, shall we say, mm-hmm. um, where we're recording. It's not the case. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but that's okay. So I think we mentioned this last week as well, but where we live in Sydney, Australia, um, is a bit of in a, another little wave here. And, um, since last week, our wave has gotten even a little more locked down. Mm. So, but you know, luckily for us, uh, we have this to remind us what is joyful in life, even despite the pandemic. So whose turn is it? Um, I, I, I think today, like, this week's your turn. So is it, is it my turn to go first? Yeah, exactly. So, is that the case? Okay. <laughs> of course, I'm well, right. So what's your first thing that brings you joy, Matt? You know, I have a question for you for yeah. my first thing. Are you ready to go to a very special place that I like to call the nerd corner? Because you're not going to be able to relate to this first thing okay. at all. Um, so my first thing this week is something called Summer Games Done Quick, SGDQ 2021. What is that? Um, now, you know, so there's, I think there's a few concepts I'll need to explain to probably you and a lot of our audience uh, exactly. as to why this is joyful for me. So let me take a step back here. There's an organization called, actually, maybe take a step even further back. Yuna, do you know what a video game is? Of course. Yes. Now, do you know what beating a video game is? What's beating? Are you, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> I guess people have different definitions of that, but you know, completing a video game that some that a developer oh, created, completing, completing, oh, completing, you know, oh, getting yeah. to the end of a video game. <laughs> yes, I have. I've done. I think I've done that. Super Mario, right? Yes. Now, That's how long? Video how, game, right? That, that is a video <laughs> game. Um, you're really showing your nerd colors here now. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Um, how long did it take you to beat that? Can't remember. Is that like only like ten minutes for each level? Ten minutes for each level. There's probably like what, a couple dozen levels or something. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I used to play a lot of video games when I was in high school. Oh, you're such a nerd. Jeez, <laughs> such a nerd. Okay, now what would I? What would what would you say if I told you that there are people who could beat? We'll say Super Mario since that's the one you brought yeah. up. Who could beat that game in like eight minutes, maybe ten minutes? Yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. It's it's pretty good. <laughs> is that up to your standards? Anyway, yeah. so what what this is about? This is that's called uh, speed running. Is is this? There's this whole community about this. Who baby? Basically, people who play video games as fast as they can, finding the quickest ways to beat them, 
And there's a whole sort of subculture around this in the uh -huh. video game world. Yeah. So people will take both old games, like old Super Mario games and, and pretty much everyone you can think of, honestly. Any game yeah. that's like that you could think of would have this. Even like modern games that just came out. And there's people who are devoted to literally finding both ways to just beat the game within the rules of the game mm. as quick as possible and also outside of the rules of the game. So breaking the game, so essentially. any games? Pretty much any video game. Really? People do this too. Yeah, Including yeah. Just Dance? That's actually a really good question. I don't know if anyone has done a speedrun of Just Dance. Exactly. But there are people who do speedruns of, you know, like those games like Guitar Hero, like the ones oh, where really? you have to play. Yeah. I saw you have like, uh, you have to finish the whole song and how you can cut the song short. Well, it's about like getting like the, the most amount oh, of score or whatever scores. and oh, as okay. quick as possible. Makes so sense. So there are things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, there's this whole community about this. That's sort of just set up for what my actual joyful thing is. So there's a group called Games Done Quick. And they put on these uh, events. So there's the two big ones twice a year. There's one in um, the winter slash summer, depending on your hemisphere. And then the opposite, um, six months from that one, called Awesome Games Done Quick and then Summer Games Done Quick. Right now is the summer edition, which is summer for the Northern Hemisphere, not for us. Um, but, yeah. you know, you get the idea. So basically, this is a week-long event where they just pull in literally every person who is like known for doing these speed runs uh -huh. and they just put them all literally 24 hours a day for a week and wow. it's all live streamed the entire thing it's like a like a very like it's a run event that these people do okay do they so, leave together no 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 well so normally they have it like at a physical event all this right. year it's all yeah. virtual so okay. there's people hosting it and there's like commentators mm. and all that sort of thing so that alone is pretty cool because i think the idea of speed running i don't want to get too in the weeds here because this is not a video game podcast mm -hmm. lucky for you i think exactly. um but uh, so that's interesting by itself, but I don't want, that's not really the reason that it's my joyful thing. The cool yeah. thing about this is that this event is actually a charity as well. Oh, that's uh, nice. Yeah. So they, uh, do you know, have you heard of the Doctors Without Borders before? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So uh, for those who don't know, Doctors Without Borders or MSF, I think it's this from a French name, Medicine Sans Frontier. I don't know how to say that. Um, but they're an international medical humanitarian aid organization that works in over 70 countries around the world. And they basically give, they basically are doctors, as, as the name says, without any borders. So they mm. will try to treat people regardless of their social status or race, religion, things that might prevent them from getting aid in their own countries in some cases. And they just try to give them uh, help with that. And it's, you know, this is an organization globally that has helped, you know, heaps and heaps of people over the decades. Yeah. And um, they're mostly run uh, from donations and things like this. So... This event, this uh, Summer Games Done Quick, this speedrunning event, which mm -hmm. is really when you break it down, it's just a bunch of people playing video games really yeah. fast. Yeah. Over the course of, I, th I believe it's, uh, I think it's 12 or 15 years, somewhere around there. Yeah. I think, well, maybe not that long. I think maybe about a decade. Mm. They have raised, what's, what's your guess for how much money they've raised? I want to see if you're even how many years in the ballpark. In here? Uh, I think it's about uh, 10 to 12 years, something like that. So 20 million? More. USD? Oh, more. Uh, more. 100 million USD. Well, no, no. <laughs> okay, well, not, not that quite that much. They've actually raised, so the, they're, it's like they've actually raised, I think, almost 33 million oh, for this yeah, organization. Oh, yeah, good. And they're one of the top, I think, one of the top charitable donations for MSF, for Doctors Without Borders. Wow. Which is pretty insane when you think about it, because it's basically just people, like I said, playing video games really well, really fast, and oh, it's all donation run. It's just people submitting donations when they watch. So actually, right. it's going on right now. So... Uh, if you can see right here, you can see right now, there's yeah. 36,000 people watching this live. Uh -huh. There's someone, actually the video game they're playing right this second as we're recording 
is SpongeBob's Truth or Square, Square. <laughs> which is, I guess, a video game. Um, they just finished it up in about 26 minutes, which I guess is fast for that game. I have never even heard of that one. But that's kind of the funny thing is they'll just do these random games and they have personalities that are talking through it. And, and it, that's literally all it is. And yet they have raised $33 million, including wow. the currently in, in progress one going on right now for this amazing organization. That's to me, that's, that's amazing because yeah. it shows... This it feels like a it seems like a niche community when you talk about it. Yeah. It's like oh, people who play video games as fast yeah. as they can, but this is what they're doing in the world. Yeah, and I just think that's awesome. Um, I think at at the time that this podcast will be coming out, this episode, I th- mm. believe they will be wrapping up. They're in day six or seven right now, mm. um, kind of in the home stretch of this year's event um, for Summer Games Done Quick. But if you do listen to this and you can hop on their stream on Twitch, uh, just Twitch.com/slash Games Done Quick then you can check it out and see if it's something up your alley and maybe donate to the cause. But but yeah, I just think that's so cool because it's not something you'd expect. Yeah, like expect that can actually make a positive impact to the world, right? Exactly, yeah. Mm. So that's my first thing. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So unexpected. Unexpected. And yeah. it's just, uh, it's also, it's kind of one of the cool things about it is because it goes 24 hours a day. Yeah. Literally, like they have people watching from around the world. And so yeah. like... You know, I actually do like enjoy watching some of these because they'll play do games you? that I used to play as a kid. Yeah, oh. but that's the fun thing is because, you know, I played a lot of video games as a kid and I was never, I've never really been that good at video games. I just like yeah. to play them. And that was something I grew up with mm-hmm. and going and watching these people play the games that I grew up with and making them, making the games look ridiculously easy or broken is just really fun to see. Yeah. So it's that kind of that nostalgia factor as well. So oh yeah, I'll keep it on in the background sometimes. Yeah. Um, and they just go during this event all week, any hour of the day, you can log on and watch it. So yeah, it's just a cool thing. Yeah. yeah it's pretty so, cool. Yuna, what is your first thing for this week? So my first thing is short and sweet, but also very important. It's, um, my best friend, Rachel, who just, uh, had a baby boy this morning in San Francisco. Yes. Rachel, who is friend of the show, friend of the podcast yeah. and of our family. So yeah. like uh, I have known Rachel for since 2008. I think until now it's like majority of the time in uh, in Australia. So I'm just so happy uh, to to hear the news this morning. And the the reason like of course like when it, it brings me joy, right? So in, in such a difficult period, especially in US for the past year, and now you have a you brought a new life into into this world and exactly. that's such a exciting things it's kind of like a like a shining beacon yeah. in, in, in the darkness well yeah. that was that was really over dramatic but, <laughs> it, but, no, it, but it kind of is yeah it kind of is it's, 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 it gives you reminders like no matter how how the world is is becoming and how uh, strange or difficult different comparing to before there's always going to be uh, the children and kids coming into this world and and they start from zero and to grow into a wonderful person how, how great that would be that is awesome yeah yeah so congratulations to rachel and, and, Chris, Chris. and her husband chris yeah and hopefully we'll see y'all soon exactly and and i actually am i'm kind of a little bit sad i'm not there to be with her and to be able to visit the baby soon because the current situation right but i'm still super happy to see those photos to see uh, the mom and the kid they're both doing well which is great well think of it this way by the time that we're able to travel internationally again yeah 
the baby will be maybe into the the fun stage of oh, babyhood, exactly right. and not just like a little yeah. crying ball of yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun, Rachel. <laughs> yes, and that will be the coolest aunt. Oh, of course. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> so that's my first thing, short and sweet. Um, so what, what's your number two thing? My number two thing is also maybe a little bit short, but it's just something that I thought was interesting. I thought of this when I was walking our little puppy Mocha the other day outside. And, you know, every, I think everyone knows dog love to sniff things, you know, they'll, yeah. they'll sniff things as much as possible. And sometimes it's like, we don't understand why they're doing it. So, or why they're doing it so long, I guess I should say. So we'll be out and I'll pa- we'll pass a spot on the grass and I, there's no, I don't see anything there. It just looks like a spot on the grass. Mocha sees something else apparently and he'll just run over and he'll just stick his nose there and he will sniff the same spot for like five minutes if I let him. He'll just sort of sit there and like sniff, 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 sniff. And I try to pull him a bit and he doesn't want to go. And I just like, I don't know why, but something about that this week when I saw that just sparked like, okay, why is he doing that? Because I've had dogs my whole life and I've never really thought about that. Like I know they're good smellers and they have good Uh hearing, but I never really thought, okay, well, like what is actually going on there? Yeah, why? well, I Googled it. Okay. And are you ready to go into... So we were in the nerd corner. Yeah. We're going to shift over to the other side of the room into the science corner. Exactly. Are you ready? Okay. Are you yeah. ready here? I'm ready. So now we're Bring in the science on. corner. Yeah. Put your brain cap on. Yeah. How many... <laughs> we're going to make We're gonna make this interactive, you know? Yeah. How many... Well, I guess you can see my article that's open. <laughs> exactly. so, so don't, don't look at it. Don't look at it. <laughs> how, <laughs> how many millions of scent receptors do you think humans have in our nose? I think it's three million. You must have seen it on the page. Yeah, no. I so say, what are you making interactive? This is a world-class acting right here. <laughs> no, Yuna. In fact, five to six million. Wow. Now that seems like a lot, right? It is. Now, what about a dog? 20 million. No, more. More? More. 100 million. That's it. Wow. Ding, 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 ding. 100 million. This was the worst game show I think I've ever <laughs> Yes, 100 million. Um, and that's just like your average dog on the couch there. I mean, you have other really? dogs like... Even including uh, little toy Including cavoodle? little toy cavoodles who just look like teddy bears and just want to snuggle all day. There are dogs who have as many as 300 million, so bloodhounds and tracking dogs and things like that. Wow. But even just your average dog um, have up to 100 million or even more scent receptors in their nose So mm. to pick up all those things. So the I, I like this article, and I'll post it as well from the American Kennel Club. But there's a quote in here that's saying... This all these receptors allow dogs to detect a complexity and odors that humans can't. You, as a human, presumably there's a human reading this and not a dog, mm. you might smell chocolate chip cookies. A great smell. But your dog can smell the chocolate chips, the flour, the eggs, and any other ingredients that are in there individually. Yeah. And of course, we all know that dogs like to sniff other dogs as well in certain areas of their body. Yeah. Which we won't get into here. No. It's the butt. Please don't. It's no. the butt. No. The butt. <laughs> And when dogs sniff another dog, they smell more than just doggy odor. They can detect the gender of the other dog, as well as clues to that dog's age and health status. Now, this next quote is actually the main thing that I find joyful this week, so I'm just going to really emphasize this. This is the next part. Okay. No wonder dogs find P-Male on the fire hydrant so fascinating. They're getting all the neighborhood gossip in one big whiff. So what does this male say? Well, I was actually going to ask you that. Because what I love here, I mean, you, you love, you love, have to love a good, I think, what, what's, what's that word? Um, portmanteau, I believe, where you just smash two words together. Uh-huh. P-mail. Yeah. It's poetry, American yeah. Kennel Club. Really? Yes. Now, I, what I want to ask you, you know, like, what do you think, if, you, if Mocha is sniffing something on the ground where another dog is peed, especially in our neighborhood, what do you, what do you think it's usually going to say? 
check what I ate for dinner. Really? Yeah. Actually, that's not that. That would make sense because, like, if you look at like human social media, yeah. it's basically just like like dog Twitter, right? Exactly. When, you, when they're smelling the pee on the ground. Mm. Like, you look at human Twitter. Oh, look at this thing it's I ate. Cool, food. cool. Like, 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 like. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. I love your food. Same with dogs. Check out this this stuff I ate last night. I stole a bread from my human's plate. Exactly. Pee, 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 pee. Sniff, 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 sniff. Like, 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 like. <laughs> that's it. Exactly. Pee-mail. Gosh. Fantastic. So anyway, yeah, that's my second thing. Pee-mail. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize for yeah. that. Yeah. I don't apologize for it. I enjoyed it very much. You know, what is your second thing? So my second thing is actually Mocha, a little puppy. You're just choosing Mocha? <laughs> yeah. I guess he had to have chose, like, come up on the list at some point. Yeah. It's just him. Yeah. He's the thing. Yeah. No, no, because the reason is like you're talking about P mails, right? And that just triggers I me. I did talk oh, about P mails. Actually, yeah, Mocha does P mails too. So he does a lot of P mails. <laughs> can we can we backtrack a second? Mocha. Okay. <laughs> no, but I haven't explained. Okay, why go, she's ahead, Mocha. go ahead. Go ahead. Do you want to know why? I just want to say that Mocha leaves lots of P mails in the neighborhood. <laughs> That's all I want to say. Well, that, is that, is that, I, is, I agree with that. Is that what you were going to say? No. Okay, no. then I want to. I just want to rewind. So when okay. we're out walking. Talking about, but going back to P-Mails a second. Mocha, when he goes to the bathroom outside, well, do you want to say what he does? Because I... <laughs> no. So when, when we're out walking outside, Mocha will, of course, we go outside, he pees somewhere. He's a dog, fine. He's always, it's usually on the grass, not on concrete, fine. Then he pees somewhere <laughs> else. Maybe he takes another couple steps and he pees somewhere else. And, you know, like, after a couple times, there can't be that much more in there. He's Definitely a little dude. There's nothing coming out. It's got to, his bladder's got to be like the size of what, like a lime... Yeah. Or a lemon or a kumquat. Yeah. I don't know. One of those things. Um, What's kumquat? The golden orange. Okay. The little thing. It's very it's called, small. No, it's called jingju. I'm giving you the English name for, English for our English name. listeners. That's another tangent. We're like tangent within tangent right now. Sweet. But welcome to the show. Um, but no, so he'll do that a few times. And then he just keeps lifting his leg like he wants to leave another female. Exactly. But nothing comes out. Maybe just, something come out. He didn't see. Oh, just like, like just pure smell. Exactly. There's no like liquid. Mm. Mm. Maybe it's like one of those, you know, like in Gmail, you can schedule an email to like send later. Maybe that's what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> he's like totally. scheduling it for later. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's enough about females. Okay. Go back to your thing. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So the reason I said Mocha is, um, you know, Sydney now is in a very restricted lockdown period. Uh, we're on week three now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you can only allow one person going out every day to get your essentials, like your your to go shopping for essentials, right? And, and so that means one of us has to stay at home for the full day for the weekend. And I'm just so grateful we have our little fur baby to entertain us. No matter what we do, even we just uh, running in front, of, walking in front of him, he will become so excited and happy. And to watch him running around in the house and to fall asleep on anywhere in the house, it just brings so much joy uh, to me. And when I saw him do funny things, I also would take those cute uh, clips and pictures and share with my family. And friends that brightens up their day too so mm. that that's why i feel so grateful to, to have mocha in our life oh 100 yeah and i think like this is one of those things where you know we talk about things that are bringing us joy every week mocha is one of those things he just his the return on investment for him in terms of just joy brought to us whatever metric that mm. would be j b t u j joy brought to us 
Yeah. JBTU. JBTU. You got to metricize everything, right? Exactly. It's all about data. Mm. Um, but it's it's through the roof. I mean, like he, but I, th- I think it's especially come up recently just because we're back in lockdown again. And, you know, like, you know, was saying, we can't go anywhere um, out walking really, or, you know, it's just not allowed. So having him is, um, it's kind of a lifesaver. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of our mental health, I think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we're talking about you. <laughs> so currently, the little monkey is sitting on our lap and looking at us, talking about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the most adorable look on his face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's his only look, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's my that's my second thing. Cool. What's your last thing that you go and share with us, with the audience? I'm so curious. Oh, I think you know. What? You you called me out on this earlier. So here's, here's my third thing now. Okay. We were in the video game corner. It's just all corners with me today. We're yeah. just imagine we're in a triangular room right yeah. now. So this is the third of three Yeah. for my thing. So first we were in the nerd corner, mm. then the science corner. Mm. Now we're going to take a little step over to the third corner here. Mm. Um, but, oh wait, what's there? What's there? It's just a pile of trash. Wow. This is the trash corner. Okay. My third thing <laughs> is the real housewives of Beverly Hills. Wait for it. The husbands. Wow. Which Not husbands? All of them. Wow. But one in particular. Which one? Now, hold on. Before we get too, before we get too deep into this, because I know you, you... Well, I think you know which one my favorite is. Well... Because it's Mo. Oh, wow. I mean, clearly, right? But yeah. hang on a second. Before I know the people who are still here and haven't closed out, just hold on a second before you hit the X button, hit the stop button, go listen to something else. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. The show is garbage. Yes, exactly. I think we can agree on that. <laughs> Objectively, it's garbage. It's problematic in so many ways. But, well, you know, do you want to explain maybe why this is even a topic? No, I, I really want to know why. Well, it's partly your fault, I think. My fault? <laughs> okay. I, 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 I've actually, maybe this is like a good like intervention to have because, okay, so what Yuna loves to do is just have shows on when we're not working just sort of in the background constantly if we're just like doing other things like doing laundry or whatever whatever we're doing cooking and it's stuff that like you know we like to sit down and watch actual shows like we yeah. love to watch like real shows together we're, we're going like, through um, like you need to use your brain to think about the show we, we love to sit down to watch those not even brain necessarily just like something with like good drama so yeah. like like right now we're watching like mayor of east town oh, fantastic so show yeah watch that but that's not the kind of thing that you have on in the background no so yuna found that there's some really good binge-worthy reality shows out there. Yeah. And I actually like reality show TV. Like, there's, there's this weird... I, I'm sure I'll get into this with some other shows in the future. There's, for example, I love Terrace House. Fantastic reality show on Netflix, uh, the Japanese one. I really enjoy this one called uh, Are You the One? Just because it's, it has sort of this more game show aspect to it. Yeah. But there's one that Yuna really enjoys. <laughs> the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And we've only watched the Beverly Hills one. I don't know about... I can't speak to the others. Yeah. Maybe they're less good, more good. I don't know. Yeah. But now what, I, I'm actually curious, this is like something we can bring up now. What drew you to that show? Because <laughs> we, you literally watched, I think what, from season one? Season one. And now all the way up to 11. the present in season yeah, 11. exactly. At, like in one go. Pretty much. So what drew, what drew you to that? I want to know. Okay, I, th- I, I have to explain how it all started, right? Um, this kind of background show started when we were trying to move uh, apartments. When we were trying to unpack packing, what's to play in the background? Of course, Red Housewife of Beverly Hills. Of course. Yeah. And and why dripping to the show is, um, I just have never seen any shows. People is actually literally fighting to each other 
and slapping each other on the show. I was like, what the hell is going on? How could people live like that? And then that that get me just keep wanting watching more and more. And also uh, another thing that drew me into it is because it's Beverly Hills, of course. Um, the houses are gorgeous, right? Yeah, so yeah. I like I like to watch these uh, fancy houses, and of course I can't afford it, but it's nice to to watch it. So that's another reason I'm enjoying the show. Yeah, I think that's the same reason we were watching. What was the other one? The, the other um, one is uh, Selling, Selling Sunset. Sunset. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which for those who haven't seen that, that I think that's a Netflix only show about. Um, selling uh this real estate company on uh sunset boulevard in la yeah and they they do actually like there is like some like reality show kind of classic drama and weird little fights and things but we actually like to watch it just because of like the real estate there is insane and really beautiful to look at yeah exactly and like um and so so that's what i expect right the other expect is um when when we watch in the rare house of uh, housewives of Beverly hills like me and matt we would definitely say oh they start fighting again it must be a setup from the uh, producer oh 100 100 (laughs) so this is actually one thing one thing that i love about reality shows in general is that there's this weird pseudo narrative element to it. Yeah. So I think everyone knows that reality shows are, there's some control from the background from the people who are actually making the show. So the producers, yeah. they won't say there's like a director, you know, but the producers are essentially doing that. They'll see something that's starting to flame up and they'll, they'll yeah. I'm sure off camera, they're saying, hey girls, go over there and talk to them and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And you, you, know, you have this very sort of extreme drama that would probably never happen in real life. We're taking a quick break while Mocha goes to the potty. It's just Matt here now on the mic, on the ones and twos. You can hear Yuna in the background. Yeah. Mocha taking his sweet time. Yeah, he's doing a very long female. A female to no one because it's actually just on the grass pad outside. All right, we are back from an unscheduled interruption. From our featured guest, Mocha. Yeah, so he had to go pee, and then he started wanting to play, and then <laughs> wouldn't come up and sit with us again. Yeah. But we're back now. Yeah. What was I talking about? You were talking about producer being director in the reality show. Right, right, right. So yeah, going back to the reality show. So yeah, th- this whole thing about there's it's it's real, but it's not real, and then there's this weird drama that is sort of inflamed by the producers and all this. I think most people understand at this point in, you know, it's 2021. We know yeah. how reality shows work. Mm-hmm. We're watching it because we know how it works, I think, at this point. And it's just fun to laugh at these people. Yeah. That's great. That alone is not my joyful thing this week. Though. Okay. Well, my joyful thing this week is specifically, like I said, the husbands. Yeah, the husbands. So the husbands in the real Housewives of Beverly Hills, the Housewives themselves are, like I said, they're these, they're these people that are driven by the production team of the show. Yeah. I think at least. That, yeah. That's my assumption from watching it. Because yeah. they don't act like real people. They don't respond like they really no. should. Anytime there's any kind of like an argument or something between two of the girls, all of a sudden all of them are there just in the next yeah. scene suddenly, yeah. which wouldn't happen in real life. Yeah, exactly. So they, you know, they're their own thing. But the husbands are sort of like the straight man, I think. So <laughs> have you heard of that term before? No, I haven't. So basically the straight man, in, it's usually used for things like sitcoms or some comedy movies, I think. Yeah. Usually like comedy type things. So in in those kind of shows or movies, a lot of the characters are very like wacky and bizarre yeah. and like out there. There's usually got to be like one or two characters that are more, uh, I guess, like quote unquote normal. normal so, yeah. you know, where the audience can relate to them. I'm trying to think of an example. So like, you know, if any of you have watched Arrested Development, it would be like Michael Bluth would be the straight man. 
because yeah. he's sort of the most normal of the whole. Well, you've watched the show too. Yeah, yeah, so, show, yeah, yeah. Yes. you watched it a while ago. I forgot. Yeah. So like Michael would be like the straight man yeah. of the show because he's yeah. the most normal, at least in the first three seasons. <laughs> um, the later seasons, I don't really want to talk about those. Um, but that's a really classic example of that. Or like in The Office, maybe like Jim could be considered the straight man of The Office, something like that. In The Real Housewives, the husbands of The Housewives, they, do, they don't show up super often, some of them more than others. But yeah. what I love about them is they seem like they're they're almost in on the joke of the show. So some of the women just take things so seriously and take them at face value. It's like, oh, how dare she say that? Blah, 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 blah. Whereas these these dudes are in the background just sort of like, I, what I love most are the scenes where it's just the dude and they're usually, they're like yeah. little five second clips. Yeah. But we're like, they're having a house party or something. Yeah. And the women are all doing their drama and then it'll cut to the dudes and they're just sort of standing there talking and drinking a beer and they're just like, so did you hear what she said about that? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And then they'll cut back to the women like, yeah. ah, like screaming at each other. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and like, it's such a small thing, but I love that they include it because it adds this weird, it's almost like makes it feel satirical in a way. Like it feels like they put these people in there to be um, mocking the rest of the show. And if, if they weren't there, I probably couldn't be, wouldn't be able to stay on the show as much. But when I watch it, there's one guy in particular, uh, the husband of Kyle Richards, who she's like one of the longest running people on the show, like from the yeah, very beginning, I think. Yeah, who is the original Housewives from yeah. season one. So she's been on the show like all 11 seasons. Yeah. And her husband, uh, Mauricio, who I think at the beginning maybe didn't feature as much. And I think because he's been, his this show has been part of his family for over a decade now. Yeah. Whenever he's on screen, I like, I pay attention to the TV because he'll make some snide comment. He'll like laugh about one of the women. In the last couple of seasons, Apparently, he's just been getting high off stage. Oh, really? Which they call it, yeah. Oh. Yeah, they even mention it in the show. Like, he's always, like, smoking and, like, taking, like, CBD oil or something and eating edibles, <laughs> like, off screen. And he'll just, like, give everyone a hard time. And it's just, like, he's, like, the relatable person of the show. Yeah. And he's, like, it's actually kind of brilliant the way they do it and the way they cut this stuff together. Because it uh -huh. makes me, like, feel like, yeah, I'm just, like, one of those dudes who wishes I wasn't here watching this. But I'm going to get some entertainment out of it while I'm here. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's just fun to watch. Like, it just makes the whole thing more bearable. And like, whenever he shows up on, on the TV and, and, and any of the husbands do, I just feel yeah. like, yeah, like they put them in there to make this show somewhat relatable. Yeah. And it kind of works in a weird way. Yeah. Um, it draws you in, which yeah. works, right? Yeah. And now we watch it actually every week. So I don't exactly. know. Like, I trash talk the show a lot while I'm, <laughs> while I did this whole monologue, but we still watch it every we Thursday, the latest episode. Yes. Um, so I guess we're part of the problem. But anyway. <laughs> That's my third thing. Yeah. So, Yuna, do you want to take us home? What's your third thing? So, my third thing is yet to happen, but um, I've been looking forward for this for almost three weeks now. So, um, it's the JJ Ling's concert, live concert tonight at uh, 10 p.m. tonight. And for, for those of you who didn't know about JJ Ling, he's a Singaporean Chinese singer. And uh, this is the first time he's actually holding a live online concert for his fans mm -hmm. around the world. So I'm actually really excited to be able to watch a live concert in the comfort from my own home. And so we can have popcorns, we can uh, cut our little puppies, we can uh, drink some uh, cocktails mm -hmm. and uh, just enjoying his live performance and doing some interactions in the live chat. So I'm really excited, looking forward to that. And, and you know, one thing I fear the most of an online concert oh, what? is 
I really hope the internet speed is really good, <laughs> <laughs> so there will be no interruption. That's true. Yeah, yeah. we we talked about him before. I think on our first episode, actually. So we went to his actual live, physical live concert in 2019, right? Beginning of 2019, I think. Yeah, I think um, so. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I think I mentioned this before, but I like I never heard of him before, but he's really, really popular in Asia. Uh, he's Singaporean Chinese, and he speaks like fluent English mm. and and Mandarin and anything else. Actually, I don't know if he speaks. Other I think languages. those two are the most fluent. Yeah. yeah. And so he appeals to a very he has a very broad appeal, I think, and he's a very good entertainer and. The songs are actually pretty catchy. He has a very like unique, distinct uh, voice. Yeah. Um, like what? What's your like? What song are you looking forward to him singing tonight? Most, yeah. So um, I still have my my favorite song called "Dou Dou Jiang You Tiao." So it's main soy milk and oh, uh, yeah, yeah. fried bread. And the fried dough. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we, yeah, we yeah, ate yeah, those yeah. in China actually. It's a it's it's really cute song. And the other song is called "Xiao Jiu." What? It's a it's a it's called "Little Dimple." Yeah. So it's it's a duet song. Uh, he, he sings with another female singer, um, which again is really cute and lovely yeah. to to hear. And, cool. And yeah. So we'll 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 cut one of those in here too, if anyone's interested to hear. And that's, that's those those songs are his old songs, but I'm still I'm also looking forward to his new album, which is a full English album. Mm. It just came out this year. I'll be able to understand it. Yeah, and awesome. you will be able to understand it, which cool. is great. Yeah, looking forward to that. We can yeah. finally use the um, the bag of popcorn we have in the pantry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's awesome, Yuna. So that is our three things for this week. Yeah. Um, just a couple of quick things. We actually have a website up now since last week, so you can go to our3things.com. This has links to all the episodes, as well as a little bit more information about what our podcast is about, who we are, um, and links to all the places our podcast is hosted. So you can find that and share it very easily. We do still have, also have our Instagram, also our three things, where during the week we'll just post little joyful things to kind of get your spirits up and also update the show there. And we'll be starting a Twitter soon as well, just in case you like to get your information there too. Wonderful. Yeah. We're all on. <laughs> We're all on. We're all over the internet. Exactly. Um, so yeah, definitely keep an eye out for that. Keep an eye out for the next episodes. We'll be continuing to put these out weekly because yeah. I think we need it for our sanity right now. Yeah, exactly. So, um, if nothing else, you'll, you'll have it out for that. So Yeah, yeah, because this really brings us joy by talking about our three things and we hope it brings you joy as well and initiate uh, the talks with your friends and family as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's it. I hope you enjoyed it this week. Uh, if you enjoyed it, feel free to follow along wherever you download podcasts. Again, check out r3things.com and share it along to friends and family. Yeah. Okay, Yuna, anything else? No. No? Yeah. All right, I think we wrapped it all up. Yeah. So join us again next week for three more things. And until then, remember... Our fourth thing... Is you. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Chao Bang Bang